0: you are listening in His Word under His presence with Jorge Sanabria. Today we will be speaking under the theme Al Great I Am. Before we get into the teaching, if you are blessed by Biblical teaching, share the episode and help us bring the Word to more people. Now without further ado, let us enter the teaching for today. The word I is a personal pronoun, this kind of pronouns indicates the person speaking when referring to himself. In psychology, it is defined as the conscious part of the personality that controls behavior. Philosophy defines him as the individual as being a thinker in opposition to the outside world. The first thing we must identify is that by making use of a personal pronoun, God reveals himself as a person. It is not one, force, light, wind, energy, or anything product of the human imagination or the like. He identifies himself as an individual, and according to this, we can say that God has a body, heavenly 1 Corinthians fifteen forty. emotions, love one John. 4-8 and anger numbers 12 9 and thoughts, Jeremiah. 29-8. In addition, the pronoun I has a peculiarity, it identifies the one who executes the action mentioned in the sentence. In this case, I, is accompanied by a conjugation of the verb to be, which can be conjugated in the following ways, I am, in its present tense, I was, simple perfect past tense, I will be, absolute or imperfect future, would be, conditional, and continues. It is no coincidence that a verb is used. A verb denotes an action and conjugate encompasses all existing and possible tenses, present, past, future and consequent. Here another quality of the Lord exists and sees the whole picture in all his times. Needless to say, based on this nothing takes God by surprise. His word and promise do not depend on a specific time or moment, nor can it be altered by circumstances. At the moment that, spoke or promised, such a thing is a fact without possibility of being altered, and saw the promise made in all its times and possibilities. All opposition has been considered, our mistakes along the way have been seen and grace provided. The plan already created continues to flow according to your time and will with no minimum possibility of being altered, annulled, delayed or incapacitated by anything or anyone. Regardless of the events after receiving the Word, if the possibilities are against us, even if in our eyes it seemed impossible, it would not matter. He is faithful, Deuteronomy 7-9, truthful, Romans 3:24, and powerful to fulfill His promise, Job 36-5. The expression I am was used on several occasions by God. In each and every one of them a supernatural event was manifest incomprehensible forces operated manifesting the impossible on the physical plane we will discuss some of them God the Father is introduced as the great I am in his conversation with Moses Exodus 3.2 to 14 while Moses was shepherding the sheep of Jethro his father-in-law he sees the bush burning in fire without being consumed by it the story is rich in symbolism and teachings but the focus is the bush on fire uneaten. This by itself is a miracle, God had not said a word and a supernatural event was happening. Physical laws, I mean science and the barriers of reasoning, were overcome by this very event. What I want to tell you is, if God told you or promised this or that thing, do not pay attention to the natural laws, referring to the laws of the physical world, when the time comes you will be surpassed and unable to contain the supernatural laws imparted by God. Jesus made use of the expression I am, again supernatural events occurred. The first time the master used the expression his disciples were in a boat, trying to cross to the other side. The Bible relates that the waves and winds lashed the boat with great violence. We must remember that the vast majority of the twelve were fishermen, however, they were unable to get through the storm. It was not the first time they had come across a similar phenomenon on the high seas. They possessed the knowledge and skills to face an event like this. They were familiar with those waters, yet they did not have the ability to traverse or get out of that situation. It is my opinion, I have no biblical basis to support this argument, that that storm had something supernatural in itself. Suddenly they saw the image of someone walking on the sea and were disturbed until Jesus said to them, I am. This event was such that making such a marked impression, it is recounted in three of the four Gospels. Matthew 14.27, Mark 6.50, John 6.20. Walking on water was not the only miracle that happened on this occasion, the storm automatically ceased when Jesus entered the boat with His disciples, Mark 6.51. Once again the story is rich in its content, but we will focus on two things. First point, walking on the waters. The disciples were in the center of the sea. There was no path that would lead him to them. This did not prevent the master from meeting with them. He then decided to do the impossible, possible, to walk on the waters. The need for a natural environment will not be necessary to achieve what God promised. When such a time comes, where there was no way, he will create paths, providing means and resources where they do not exist, simply in God a supernatural act will open the path we will cross. Second point in the story, as soon as the Lord entered the boat the storm calmed down. There was no need to speak to the storm or rebuke the winds, the mere presence of Jesus in the boat was enough to end it. Regardless of the opposition or obstacles, nothing can prevent us from reaching the other side. Everything will be removed because God is in control. The storms we see today, the opposition we experience, the difficulties we feel are not permanent, as soon as the Lord's time is aligned with the predetermined one it will create paths out of nowhere, enter our boat, the winds will disappear as if they had never been present and with great speed, we will reach what seemed impossible. Finally, hours before he was crucified, Jesus was in the garden with his disciples. Judas came to the place with the crowd to learn him and deliver him in the hand of the Jews. When they asked him, for himself, he answered them, I am, the multitude retreated and fell to the ground, John. 18 to 5 to 6 Again in pronouncing I am an inexplicable event occurs As soon as they heard him say it the crowd not one or two people each and every one of them backed up falling to the ground This was not a coincidence as it was repeated 3 consecutive times nullifying any doubt or coincidence Every time they asked they got the same result Getting up again to ask receiving the same answer I am going back and down From the first impression the crowd giving voices, walking confidently in the direction of Jesus, with an aggressive and violent attitude could look intimidating. However, a single word from Master was enough to force them back up and prostrate them on the ground. The times they asked made no difference, getting up for another attempt did not alter the result. The next time adversity comes to us making noise in an attempt to paralyze and intimidate us, let us remain silent, confident knowing that all it takes is a single word from the Lord for them to retreat and fall. No matter how much or how persistently our circumstances return to try again, the end result will not change. We will attain what Jesus said we would achieve and that nothing and no one can change. Thank you so much for joining us until the end of today's episode. We bless you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are waiting for you in the next episode Jorge Sanabria says goodbye to in his word under his presence. See you later.